Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast. The show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier and then we talk about it and we find out how it went. Uh, today's guest is Amanda Ferreira. If you have listened to her previous episode on this show, you know what a delight the forthcoming episode will be. Uh, we had just the best conversation. This was technically just sort of a snippet from the middle of a very long conversation. We talked for an hour before we got to hitting the record button. Then we went a little over time on the episode, and then after we ended the episode, continued to talk for about 45 minutes. So <laughs> I'm high on Amanda here, guys. She's the best. Um, she is the host of the Liquid Courage podcast, which is another one that you should definitely go check out. Seriously, quite a lot of crossover, I would imagine, in interest there. If you like this podcast, I am 98% certain that that one would be your next favorite podcast. So <laughs> get on that Liquid Courage podcast. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Liquid Courage, po Liquid Courage Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can follow Amanda at, at Hot Cold Spicy. Um, and uh, yeah. She's the best, and we had a great talk all about going a little easy on yourself. Uh, I feel like a lot of us have probably lost a lot of our momentum and energy by this point in the pandemic, and we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace for that. So that's what this episode is about. And uh, yeah, if you want to support me in general, you can do the things uh, that support this podcast, like liking and rating and subscribing and hitting a follow button, you know? Uh, you can follow me on social media at, at Hamiltrace and look at very cute pictures of my dog to calm yourself after a long day. And in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation with Amanda Pereira. Amanda Pereira. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> How are you? Hi. <laughs> I miss seeing your face. I miss you too. I miss it's you dearly. So, it's um, so nice to see you again. We start with an honest, how are you? I know that we were chatting a little bit before the Just a bit, a little, little just, tiny just bit. Just like for like, just a, like a quick hour. But like a tiny, <laughs> tiny hour though. Like a mouse's hour. Yeah. So at this point, how are yes. you for real? I, I love, I, you know what? I forgot that you did that. And I love that. Um, For real, for real. I am, I'm like a little more um, angry and resentful than I wish I was a little more often than I wish I was these days. So like t oh, right now, yeah, that's a pandemic mood that I, I'm really hoping that's what it is. And I'm like really trying to like navigate through those waters because I feel like I'm a bit of a nightmare to be around lately. Luckily, I'm not <laughs> around anybody, but like even on even through text or a phone call, I feel like right now I'm stuck in this, like, yeah, I'm just pretty, um, annoyed and angry at even the smallest bout of selfishness from people that I can't mm -hmm. stand it. You know, so, I think it's just yeah. that our collective tolerance for that has mm. been way reduced. <laughs> it's like over we're this time. real thin. Or and that this, we're just like, yeah. we're at capacity for that kind of thing that we're yeah. like, it's been it's been a process. Yeah. I'm like, it's listen, okay my empathy is my empathy tank is low. It's a little bit that, um, I'm that 
things are starting to open up and people are getting starting to get second vaccines, which is all like amazing, wonderful news. Mm -hmm. And there's this small little part of me that like, again, not super proud of, don't super love, but trying to like, I don't know, whatever, not judge and just be curious about it. But I'm, I'm feeling a little resentful that the people who didn't do what they should have done to help the collective seem to be, uh, they're not going to be punished for it at all. Like, it's like, Oh, you just partied the whole pandemic. And now you got your second vaccine. You're on a patio and we're going to, and in three months, Mm -hmm. I'm going to see you at a gathering that's allowed that's safe when we're all double vaccined. And you're going to want to hug me and be like, wasn't that a crazy last year and a half? And I'm going to be like, you sacrificed nothing. You piece of shit. I'm not high-fiving you. No, I completely understand that. I completely understand that. And uh, like from the very beginning of this thing last March, I was like, okay, well, it looks like we all just basically have to stay completely inside, Mm -hmm. completely isolated for probably like a year to two years. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, nah, like is it a couple weeks? And I was like, two weeks. Yeah. I think like, yeah, yeah, hopefully. (laughs) But I think that very likely- we're all just going to have to follow really, really strict protocols for like two Mm -hmm. years. And, Mm -hmm. and I have been (laughs) like, (laughs) and when when you're, I I don't know, it's, I think it's triggering a lot of like childhood stuff for me of like, Mm. I follow the rules or do what I'm supposed to do and other people aren't and, and stuff. Yes. And then they don't get put in time out and you're like, well then I don't know why I followed the rules. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, yes. And I think too, there is a piece that like, I don't want to speak for both of us, but I do. I really feel like you would agree with this is like, I'm not saying that everybody that I'm perfect or that everybody mm-hmm. needs to be following it perfectly because no, I also totally, understand it's impossible. Yeah. And it's you impossible. Need to make mm-hmm. Yes. And like mental health is very important. Yes. And a lot of the rules and regulations at different points were very confusing. were contradictory. So like, I'm not saying, Oh, you, you saw a friend when you weren't supposed to, I guess it's the people Mm -hmm. who it's like, you saw your friend and you hung out indoors. Why didn't you both just wear masks or like, Oh, you went to, you went onto a patio, but you were with nine other friends and none of you were in the same bubble. Like it's sort of the things where it's like, did, were you trying? But I also have to take a step back and be like, the part of me that I'm really trying is like, I don't get to, get angry. I don't know. I don't have a right to tell people how to live. I truly believe that COVID is the one time where I'm like, yeah, but how you're living affects other people. Like it's just, so I'm, so that's, but today, today specifically, I'm feeling I'm more on the positive side of the, can you tell after my angry rant, I am on the, (laughs) I'm, I'm the less resentful, less angry today, more feeling a bit more optimistic and grateful. So I'm glad that that is the space I woke up in today. I, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And just know <laughs> that like you and anybody who knows you either from your previous episode of the show or from your own podcast or hearing you on anywhere knows mm. that you are a very like sunny person who Aww. is just a beam of light. <laughs> and so well. I think it's actually, I'm so happy that you shared that <laughs> because, <laughs> because it can be so that hard sometimes to share I get when angry. you're feeling that stuff. Mm-hmm. When like, I feel mm-hmm. like you and I have similar, like, uh, 
ways of being, you know? Yeah, <laughs> in, like in predispositions. Like, yeah, yeah. totally. Yes. And yeah. that, like, we're both positive people generally and mm-hmm. and things like that. But, uh, yeah, the anger is real, though. And yeah, to give you a tool to deal with that, if this is useful to yes. you at all, um, yes. what has been helpful for me, um, this actually came out of me reflecting on regrets of my own from my own life of, you know, times where I was like, oh, I like, why did I put up with that? Or like, why did I, you know, mostly relationships? Why, why did I mm. stay in that situation? <laughs> that kind of thing. And the the answer that I have for myself currently, it's complicated, obviously. And that is a very, mm. very layered situation. But the thing that is applicable to mm. this situation also is just denial that it was like it would have been too hard and too earth shattering for me at the time to fully admit to myself mm. what reality was. And mm. I think that might be the case for a lot of people who aren't following COVID rules and stuff and haven't been this whole time. Yeah. I think that they just emotionally can't handle the reality of this actual situation. And so they have to sort of diminish mm-hmm. it in their minds and, and you don't know, like, mm-hmm. maybe a couple years from now, that person is going to be, like, horribly embarrassed about the way that they behave during this time. Or maybe, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, they may they may regret that decision later. Not that I'm yeah. hoping regrets yeah, or people, e- you know, I'm just... <laughs> no, no. Well, that's the funny thing is here. I'm like, so they're not going to be punished at all. And then I'm like, why am I wishing ill on other? Like, that's the thing is that I don't want anyone to get a consequence. Like, I don't want anyone to like yeah. get COVID because they were be they were being reckless about it. I want them to have a little bit of regret. And then I think it's just mo- like fairness. And- yeah. And you know, like I-, I absolutely, what you were saying, like I, I totally when I'm forcing myself, like, okay, these people who I'm feeling like are not thinking of others, let's think of them. Let's think of why my, like, instead of, you know, it's like you said, like, well, why did I stay so long? Like reframing it, like, well, what might've prevented you from being able to not to leave, you know, what? And so reframing it for them, like, well, what is making it so that they are unable to do the right thing? And I absolutely think that you, like nail on the head that for a lot of people, they can't even face the truth of what's actually happening. Yes. And I think what starts to get, what then I start to get resentful of is it's like, okay, so not only am I now using my empathy energy to think of their position, they're still not thinking of other people, but so it's really is just, it can be uh, a very strong ping pong. But once somebody was saying to me that like, you know, after all this is done, this hasn't happened in a vacuum. Like we've all been in this together or we're just all in the vacuum together. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And so people, you're, you are making impressions on people. Like you, like people will remember how you showed up to the world when it was falling apart. Yes. And it's not in like a vindictive way. It's not a bad karma way. And, you know, and even in me saying this, I'm realizing like, what privilege do I have like, I'm just, I'm recognizing what privilege I have and being like, but what, there's no justice in the world? What, a, a cis, white, straight presenting woman? There should be justice. No, there fucking, what do you mean? <laughs> there like, no, justice. there isn't any way. it's not fair, yeah. No, <laughs> so what, what the fuck am I clinging to? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. D- hello. And so you like, have yeah. to find a way 
to find peace for yourself in the midst of all of Mm -hmm. the injustice and unfairness Mm -hmm. I think it's the it it has really brought a lot of stuff to the surface that's been there Mm -hmm. the whole time in many areas of our Mm -hmm. of our society but uh yeah Yeah. so it is it is very challenging and this has been a long year for anybody but especially for an empath like you and (laughs) it's it's really it's really hard um Try my honest, how are ways. you is also sort of negative yes. from a positive person. I'm doing very good. Yes. Like, things yeah. Are, things are lovely. Lots of like good, happy changes coming up. But yeah. also somebody tried to steal my identity. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> also, I love, I love because I totally can recognize this same pattern that you're like, I'm also really angry. I'm fine. Like before, before yeah, I, have, I express um, my true emotions, let me reassure you that I'm okay. And you, and I don't need any taking care of. I got myself. I'll take care of you and myself, but actually I'm um, someone tried to steal my entire identity. It's like, yes, what? thank you. What? Thank you for recognizing. That. Yes. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'll be like, no, this fucking sucks. Pause. And I'm going to be fine and everything will yes. be great. And I'll figure it out. Like, I don't need you. I'm not asking for anything. I'm apologizing for being angry because clearly you can't take it. Okay, someone tried to steal My therapist calls me on it all the time because I'll always, I'll laugh when I'm talking about hard stuff. yeah. Yes. And I realize that it's not for me. It's for them. It's for whoever I'm with to tell them I'm okay. You're like dissipating the tension that you- You don't have to have feelings about the way that I'm feeling right now. You don't have to freak out about the way that I'm feeling right now. So yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry. I'm totally fine and everything is fine. But somebody did try to steal my identity. Like, God forbid you make anybody feel uncomfortable for a moment. It's like, no, we can. it's okay. It's okay to sit in people's, like, if somebody's angry, you don't have to make it better. You can just sit, you can just be uncomfortable with them. That's okay. Someone tried to steal your identity, I heard that about, uh, yeah, somebody did try to steal my identity, but- First, so I, I heard yeah. what you were just talking about recently yeah. with regards to babies that, that like it's a it's a parenting thing of like mm. if your baby is crying and you know that all of their needs have been met, that they mm. like their diaper is clean, they've been fed and and all of that. They don't <laughs> need anything from we're, you. We're not parents. <laughs> <laughs> if your baby's crying and all of those needs have been met, then mm. you don't your job isn't to stop them from crying. You don't have to stop the crying. Like mm. you can just be with them while they cry. Uh, yeah. Oh right? God, my heart. I know. Yeah, I just want someone to be with me when I'm when I'm angry. I and I oh won't throw it at you. Like I won't be angry at you. No, I just want to be. But it, yeah, you just want somebody to be with you while you're having your feelings. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I felt really and be like yeah, that does suck. Like, exactly. Do you know how many years of therapy uh, I could have <laughs> saved? How much money I would have right now if at like <laughs> if like mm, at maybe like seven points in my life somebody just said, yeah. "Man, that sucks." That if at seven sucks. points in my Period. life somebody said the words "that sucks" about what I was going through at the time, <laughs> you'd have savings. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, I would have more yeah. money for the person who wants to steal my identity to steal from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. The other day I was feeling like really ashamed and guilty about something. And I was talking to a close friend of mine and she started trying to make me feel better because she's wonderful. And she 
basically was like giving me the benefit of benefit of the doubt. And she was like, well, because of this and that. And she was like explaining it away. And I had to just tell her like, I'm not ready for you to make me feel like less than a piece of shit right now. I just need, I, I actually like, I don't, yeah. it's not because I'm trying to punish myself. I just told her like, I don't want you to fix my shame right now. And she goes, okay. Yeah. That sucks how that went. And I was like, great. That's what I need. And it yeah. was just like, thank God she's a social worker. So I feel like she has like a lot of training in that. Yeah, so like when I say it, she's like, got it. Got it. But it's I've hard. been trying to get better about checking in with people of like, like, are you in a solutions place or a venting place? Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. would you like me to fix or to listen? That and uh, like, I'm down oh, for either. That's the therapy right there. Oh my god! So, can you do you? In, I mean, whatever you. I just turned into like a host of a podcast where I'm like, this is your. <laughs> I'm like, do you feel comfortable me asking a question? Um, can what happened with this identity situation? Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, somebody is trying to open like a, a bank account and a line of credit in my name. Okay, hold on. Yeah, you want and, two uh, things? Chill. Yeah. But they very stupidly put my actual email down as the email that they were registering for. <laughs> so I got an email Perfect. being like, thank you for applying for this line of credit. And I was like, this like, person's stupid. Uh, <laughs> so they so, won't even be notified, idiot. No, they won't even be notified. They wouldn't have even Ugh. been able to finish the activation of this account without this email. Perfect. So at least the person, the thief is very stupid, um, yeah. but I got it all squared away with the bank and like spoke with Equifax, which is what you're supposed to do with identity theft stuff oh, okay. and like had them put like a flag on my account to like tell me if there's anything they ever find. And they did email me this morning being like, yes, we found your information on the dark web. <laughs> so change all of your passwords. Oh my god. That is that is an ordeal to change all your passwords. Yeah, it was. Do you have any idea how many websites you have a password for? You don't oh, until you no, get No. I'm so scared. Last I have an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get on the dark web? Part of me was like, "Oh my god, that's cool." Like I think I like fantasized your dark web like honestly where you yeah, were right? taken advantage of on the dark web and oh someone tried to open up a line i love that they tried to open up a line of credit like i wonder yes, what they, they were gonna do open a line of credit and a checking account with overdraft oh they they wanted overdraft okay got it got it got yeah. it overdraft yeah, yeah, is yeah. the thing where like if like you will get charged or you won't get charged if you pay more than you have in there you will sometimes get a <laughs> charge for going into your overdraft Oh. Um, and then you may get a charge for uh, remaining in overdraft for a certain amount of time. And that's like in the red, like you're in the negative. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's it, to it, keep it. like checks from bouncing and stuff like right. that. Right, I see. So this person, so this person, first of all, was like, I'm going to pretend to be Tracy. I'm going to open up a line of credit and I'm going to get a checkings account, but we're going to need overdraft because like, I don't think Tracy has a lot of money. Like they just went straight yeah. into like, yeah. like also it's like, um, why are you assuming you need overdraft in my account? Also like they really should have picked somebody else. Like I don't have a whole lot of room. <laughs> so, like like they, you could find a better mark. That's why I'm getting the stupid thieves who use my actual right. email address. Right. Yeah, these are low budget like yeah. uh, like off brand yeah. identity thieves. They're the off brand. They're the no yeah. name. They also don't don't try and steal a comedian's. Like you're not No. No, like I wouldn't be a good person. I mean, I don't even know what overdraft is. They probably couldn't spell my last name properly. 
Wow. Did any part of you like, oh, well, you know what? Like, sure, I'll get a line of credit. Like, they already did the application. <laughs> was any part of you like, sure, okay. for safety? Okay, no for that. But I was, but I was like, I was approved. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, really like, approved me. Oh, my God. So That's I right. could. Because sometimes know. it is just, it's fun knowing you could if you wanted to get a line of credit. Like, yeah, I don't want I'm one, a- but. I could get I'm just one. happy to be nominated. You I'm know? just that, exactly it's such <laughs> such a just happy to be nominated. Okay. I love you. I could talk to you forever. We're I know. And we have to start talking about your. Assignment. We have to get to the podcast. <laughs> I just okay. love you so much. No, no. Talk to you forever. I need you to direct me. I love this so much. Oh boy. Okay, okay, so I give you an assignment. You wanted to work on forgiveness of self and others oh, and yeah. positive outlook. Yes. So I tried to sort of combine those and I'm going to refer mm-hmm. to the message that I sent you so that I love explain it. the assignment that I gave you properly. So I basically I had you pick something that you've been dwelling on lately that is related to forgiveness of self or others. Um, mm-hmm. And then I had you answer a few questions about that thing. So mm-hmm. I told you that this could be, uh, yeah, like depending on what it is, if it's something forgiveness of others, maybe it's like an event that happened between you and another person or something somebody did to you. Or if it's forgiveness of self, it could be something that you have done or a quality that you have that you are judging yourself for. And so I had you answer uh, the following questions about that thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. What have I learned from this experience or quality? Uh, What am I better at now because of this experience or quality? Uh, I am grateful for this experience slash quality because blank. And then if it were a quality about yourself that you were judging, uh, question four is what good thing is this quality trying to do for me, even if it isn't doing well? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very curious to hear whatever <laughs> you are comfortable sharing about what you picked and how yeah. it was like, it was a bit of a, a like I had, this is a hard one. I did also, just it was say, hard as much as you, co- whatever mm-hmm. you completed of this is mm-hmm. fine. I know that I was giving you like a very large <laughs> task. No, but actually it kind of, I loved it and appreciated it also because, um, like you're not a stranger to me. So like, it, you know, so it's like a safe and it, it was, it, yes. Okay. So no, I actually really loved it. And I really tried. I remember last time I was on the pod, you gave me, let's say you gave me eight topics that I could choose. And I was like, oh, I need to fix like six of these eight. Sure. So this time I really tried to like, I still chose two, but. But you um, did a good job. Most people pick two. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Honestly, great, 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 great. Yeah. Very so rarely like, oh, does someone just pick one. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it's kind of connected because I am, I mean, I guess it, it links very much into the beginning conversation of sort of just, I feel like I'm living with quite a bit of like resentment or frustration or annoyance. Like I'm in that area and I don't think like emotions are not good or bad. So I'm not like, I just would like to sort through some of those things. So I was, I was, um, mm-hmm. those topics like resonated with me. So in the message to you, you were mentioning like, and if it's something about you that you're, you know, having trouble, like forgiving yourself for, or having compassion towards. Yeah. And my, I kind of went with my gut instinct and, um, good. yeah, I was like, you know what, this is for sure. This has been like frustrating me for months and months with myself and I just can't seem to stop beating myself up for it is that my the level of output that I'm capable of lately has diminished so much oh my god even saying it out loud my eyes are like about to tear up it's wow because I don't think I've articulated it out loud I've just thought about it for so long um it's diminished so much since 
before COVID or even the beginning. Um, and like if before COVID, let's say I could get 10 things done in a day. Now it's like, I am like, okay, we'll at least get five. And then it's like, I have to physically push myself to get like two done. And Mm -hmm. typically I'm not great at saying like, okay, just take the evening off, rest, recoup, and like rejuvenate for the next day. And I started getting into a pattern of doing that during COVID and was like, okay, so like if at 7 p.m. I turn off all my devices and I'm like, okay, you know, just do things that aren't like productive. They have nothing to do with what you're producing. It's just for fun. Just do that shit. I found that it was filling up my tank a bit, but then even then I'm like, I can't do... I'm finding I have to do that like every other night and I'm really hating myself for it. And I'm freaking out about when things, when more external things get put on my plate as we like things start opening up. Mm -hmm. How the hell? Because I think about, you know, we were talking before about like, yeah, it's normal that you have maybe three jobs and then you have a few projects that you're working on creatively. And then God Mm -hmm. forbid you have like a partner and a family and friends and like, oh, yeah, should I also shower and take care of myself? And and it's so I'm judging myself so negatively that the thought of just everyday life tasks feels completely impossible to I know for a fact that so Mm. many people listening to this right now are like, yes, exactly. That would make me feel so good because I'm just like, I'm like, there's no point. Many, 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 many (laughs) people. Oh, it's really frustrating. And it's also really hard. I'm really struggling with having like, so I'm like, okay, I'm, I, the only thing I can think in my mind is like, Okay, so just have compassion for myself. Like, because what I get stuck on is let's try and fix the capacity. Let's try and up the capacity. And I know I'm like, no, that's not what you do. What you do is you fix the expectation or you adjust the expectation and you're compassionate and you're just like, I'm able to get one thing done today, period. Enough. Stop asking me to do 12. But Mm -hmm. then I know I have to do that. And I still get so fucking angry when I can only do one. And I try and celebrate. Like, out loud, I'll say, Amanda, you filmed that self-tape today. Fucking great job. But then 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, okay, so here's the to-do list and you're never going to accomplish what you want to accomplish. You might as well quit because what, is it going to take you 30 years to do this next project? Like, yeah. oh, I get so, I harp on myself so hard for it, Tracy. And I'm, I'm like, like too. yeah, it's, then it, does it for you? I'm curious. Like it gets to a point where I just think like, well, what's the point in trying because I'm not. I'm going too slow. Like, I don't know if you end up feeling that way. I get that a lot. What I get is I look like way down the line. Mm. Like I can't just see whatever task is in front of me, especially if it's something creative. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sort of easy to just see the dishes. Yes, totally. It's it's easier to block out the rest of the mess in your house and just look at the dishes and just Mm -hmm. do the dishes. But it's hard to do the just dishes with the creative stuff because it's all connected so Mm -hmm. like I was just talking to a a friend about this just the other day that uh like if I'm like I'm gonna sit down and write like a personal essay Mm -hmm. no it doesn't even not even comedy just I'm just gonna write like just a story from my life and then I'm like, oh, then you could write like a bunch more stories from your life. And then like you could have like a big collection of them and then you could pick the best ones. And then you could like 
rewrite those and turn them into a fringe show and then you could like tour the fringe maybe and like maybe you could write a book like and put them together and re-edit them into a book and then I can't write this personal essay because I haven't even had an idea for what I want to write yet I'm <laughs> literally just sitting down with the idea that I might write and suddenly yes. I'm on tour and I have book deadlines to make <laughs> like and yes. I, I'm like and I you're like but how will, but I don't want to be on the road yeah you're like but yes. how will I handle being exactly. on a book tour I don't like being on the road and you're like yes. oh did I just want to sit down and, and write then a I don't write essay? anything yes and then I don't write anything and uh yeah. it's it's really hard to not beat yourself up for output stuff um especially in a career like this where it is so free form and mm-hmm. you are really just in charge of how much you do and and all mm-hmm. that is really difficult because there's you don't have a boss who goes good job or yeah. yes that was all you had to do today you don't yeah. have somebody else telling you when you've met expectations mm-hmm. when you have done enough and mm-hmm. so if you are not naturally very good at telling yourself that you've done enough then it, mm-hmm. it's really really challenging especially right now yeah. where like i i want to hear what your answers were to these questions and stuff but i do want to just emphasize for you that like you are not alone in this this mm-hmm. has been a really fucked up year yeah and I don't think anyone is feeling regular right now mm-hmm. even just our like brain chemistry is all messed up right now where mm-hmm. like our brains are all just washing in the wrong solution at the moment and mm-hmm. that's okay and when you look back on the like, oh, I was doing all of this stuff before. How am I going to do that again? You did it then. So if mm-hmm. you want to do it again, you will. And yeah, the it, want to is like a really good but kind of keyword. But if key you word. want to. And yeah. if anything, you can look at this as sort of this gift to you that you have been given this time where you couldn't do as much as you were doing before. Mm-hmm. So that now you can very purposefully add things back in. Mm-hmm. We all get to do that, right? Like, whether you're in comedy or not, like, even in just regular life stuff, I think a lot of people, it's like, oh, I really grew apart from that friend or mm-hmm. something like that. And, uh, you know, you, you're you going to know what to add back. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you learn you're like what's Mar- valuable. It's like, you're like, um, what's her name? Like, uh, Maria condoing your life, you know, yeah. a bit. It's like, she Only forced you to take it all life. out. Yes. And now it's like, okay, what do you, what are the people and what are the things that spark joy? Yeah. And I, and I think like, this is obviously like not a new thing to say. <laughs> what I'm about to say, I recognize that. I think social media is uh, not helping me. Um, no. so surprise fucking surprise but because <laughs> but the, i think for once social media for, for once social media is negative for my mental health ourselves. yeah <laughs> it seems to be stressing me out but i think what i think the like kind of tumultuous relationship i'm having with it specifically instagram is that i'll go on instagram and i'll see like like, I'm like, I feel like, uh, you know, I'll get up in the morning. I'm like, I feel productive. Here are the things that I'm going to get done today. And maybe one of them is for my health. Maybe I'm going to go on a walk. So I like move my body, novel idea. And then I'm also going to get some creative things done and I might cook. I might, and let's go on Instagram for five minutes before I start my productive day. And then you, it's very easy to see people seeming, and I'm saying seeming to thrive in all yeah. these different areas where it's like, you see one person where you're like, oh, great. They won, the, they ran their first fucking marathon during COVID. 
and genuinely that is really wonderful for somebody and my thought is like how the fuck I'm walking around the block like sometimes I don't even want to walk my dog and then you see someone who just did a is on a fucking Netflix movie and you're like I'm are you kidding so you're seeing all these things and so then my my instinct is like well honey maybe you need to get off Instagram for maybe a day but right now it's also sort of the only way that I'm feeling a connection to many people that I, that in comedy, we would see each other multiple times a week, but I'm not close enough with them where I'd say, Hey, like, it's comforting to see you. Do you want to go on a zoom call? So the only exposure to the Toronto comedy community really is like Instagram right now. So I don't, I don't want to cut myself off from that. And then I'm also like, Yeah. yeah, but it's, hurting me so like, I get that oh. I've been saying I've been saying to people like like remember acquaintances remember what are acquaintances they go, what, are, what are they what's the song something about a, there's a song about acquaintance. anyway yes 100 percent. and like it's those there it's weird I feel weird there are some people that I miss that I'm like Amanda you're not friends with those people and it's not in like a talking down to myself way it's just like no, no I understand you're not they like you wouldn't be invited to their wedding like you're not a friend but I would love to see them <laughs> you yeah. know so that but that's, that's one of those uh, things yeah. where it's like that's what you're learning is those people spark joy for you mm. and so maybe you get out of the pandemic and you reach out to those people and build a friendship because yeah. you've been There's thinking fondly of them this time so they must matter yeah but yeah. I think the like, obviously, we all know, like, social mm. media, it's all kind of fake, and, like, nobody's yeah. life is really like that all the time, and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And stuff. I have thought before about, like, like documenting depression slumps, but when I'm in the depression slump, I don't have the energy to do that. So. Of course. Of course. <laughs> like, no, of course. You know, showing, like, my morning depression yoga routine. It's just child's pose. It's just me. Yeah, yeah, you're like, uh, like it's just 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 yes. Minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and also so like Instagram becomes, no, no, you absolutely don't. And you, you're, you don't see the most of the, like just the regular mundane you're seeing highlights, right. Which like, absolutely. And you have to remind yourself. And I think also I do this. I'm sure other people do like Instagram becomes one profile. Like Instagram becomes the person I'm following. So it's not oh, like I'm yeah, following okay. like Jennifer who ran a marathon, but that's all. And that's so wonderful. But let's look at it realistically. Jennifer, that's Jennifer was laid off. Jennifer hasn't worked the whole time. And Jennifer's one thing that she's clinging to is running a ma- being able to run a marathon. Yep. Then you have, you know, Damien, Damien's over here. And all he's been doing during COVID is working on his self tapes and his acting and whatever. I'm looking at Jennifer and Damien and everybody else as one fucking person that they're able to do all of these things. And so then I go in every, why isn't every, why aren't I like thriving and able That's to thrive a very good in way every area? It. Yeah. That your brain sort of sutures all of these people together yes. into one super person. And so you are a piece of shit <laughs> in comparison, because if you're just, if you're just following Jennifer on Instagram, Jennifer only and Jennifer ran a marathon, I could be like, is that something I'd want to do? I could do that. And if I really focus on just running a marathon, but when I get off of Instagram, I think, okay, so my mental health, my physical health, my profession, my creative, my spiritual, mm-hmm. all of these things I'm lacking in all of them. Cause I just saw people, I saw people's highlights in all of those areas and I amalgamated them into one fucking person that I am not as good as Yeah. So I need to leave Instagram is what we're saying right now. This is you my goodbye. At the very least need to 
not <laughs> look at it as often. No. I've thought like not in the morning. Like mornings. Yeah. Like, I've, I've thought Absolutely about like. Absolutely not at, in the morning. Only after Social like 12 noon. Completely off limits in the morning. Yeah. Like, Tracy, I'm going to try that. I try to like I don't look at my phone other than for the time. Yeah. For at least 30 minutes when I wake up. At least. Yeah. Even with like I'm not responding to that message or anything. Like yeah. nothing for at least 30 minutes. And then I try to not open anything like uh, Facebook or Instagram until later in the day. After all my day is done. Fuck. See, I think that is I, – I tell myself this lie that it's like, yeah, but like it's engrossed in my job. And like first of all – um. I'm not advertising podcast episodes yet because I'm about to release, but not yet. So I don't need to be advertising the podcast and I don't, I'm not posting on Instagram. So no, yeah, it's a so lie. What is this research? What am I like, doing? No, I'm going, <laughs> yeah. no, exactly. And you know, for a while, cause I turn my phone on airplane mode when I go to sleep. And so for a while I was, I would wake up and I would do my morning routine and I did not turn my phone off of airplane mode until I was like, nope, mm-hmm. I fed my dog and I, I brushed my teeth and I'm like sitting with my coffee. Um, and I stopped doing that. And so this is such a lovely reminder because I felt so great. There's something about your morning being for you and not for other people and not about comparing yourself. But I also love no Instagram or Facebook before like 1 PM or like noon. I think that would be very helpful. Very helpful. Okay. I know you asked me questions. I'm so sorry. I know I like tangent the fuck out of everything. No, it's okay. Okay. You know what? If this one goes long, I'll allow it. I'll allow. Objection. Overruled. That reminds me of liar, liar. I'll I'll allow. Um, Okay. So this was an interesting one. And I think what I struggled with um, when I was like going through the questions and stuff was that it's not something I have yet gotten a full handle on, but I'm like, I'm in the trenches. Mm -hmm. Like I'm working through it. Yeah. You're still trying to understand it. So it's a little bit difficult. Exactly. But I think, I think what I like did. So the first question was, what have I learned from it? And I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I was like sitting down thinking about it and I was sitting down thinking about it. That was such a fucking stupid thing to say. Um, I, it was, it was sort of what we were talking about of like, I realized I need, the problem is not my output. Like yes. that is not the problem because it's, it, I need to, I don't, I need to stop looking at it as a problem. And I kind of just learned like, no, no, we need to meet myself where I am, adjust my expectations and stop trying to like fix my capacity. I'm just, I am where I am right now. And it's also not going to help me. Like if I'm just trying to push myself to be able to produce more or get more done in a day, I've tried it. It's not working. So that is what I learned. I'm like, I just have to, I just haven't been able to do that yet, but I, that's what I need to do. But it's okay. Even if you're at the point where you've just identified, this Mm -hmm. is the thing that I need to start directing my energy at or away from, Mm -hmm. that's still a big step. Yeah. Thanks, Tracy. You're so nice. I love you. Um, So so then when you were like, so then asking like, you know, are you better at it now? I was like, not yet is what I thought. But Mm -hmm. I do think like I am better at (laughs) identifying like when I need, when I need to like turn that off a bit. Like when I need to turn off that like productivity anxiety, like when I, yes. when I just need to take a break, I am actually much better at being like, oh no, you know what? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, it's seven thirty. You get thirty more minutes, and then at eight o'clock, I, I like I'm like an adult to, or like a parent to myself. And then at thirty minutes uh, at eight p.m., you're you're not doing work anymore, and you're gonna play mm-hmm. Stardew Valley on Nintendo Switch, and you're going to pour yourself a glass of wine, and you're gonna just be like you're not. So I've gotten yeah. a lot better at doing that and relaxing and beating myself up less about it because I used to have a night off, and then the whole time I was like, "Am I gonna regret this later?" And so I'm seeing the value in relaxation. Like I'm valuing it rather than feeling like it's a guilty pleasure or like, Oh my God, I'm being rebellious and I'm relaxing. It's like, no, no, no. I'm fucking no. Like I'm sleeping. No, it's like, I'm even like to like, you were talking about playing video games. It's like, you need to like in many video games, you have to like go into a house and take a nap or something to like save the game. Yes. You need to eat (laughs) up your energy. Or you're going to yeah. die. To like yeah. replenish your health, you need to do something for that that's <laughs> built into everything. <laughs> okay, but Tracy, how funny is it that I'm playing Stardew Valley and I'm like, oh, like a relaxing playing Stardew Valley being like, oh my God, my energy's low. I'm about to die. I need to eat. Okay, you know what? I'll just go to sleep and like that will replenish my energy. Go to sleep. And as I'm doing that in my head, I'm like, Amanda, why yeah, are you just sitting here? You shouldn't be doing this. You're wasting your time. I'm like, but I'm tired. Too bad. Go to work. You can't do that in a video game. You'll die and they'll take your yeah. coins. It exactly. sucks. That's so true. I need to just, yeah. I need to just think of my little character in Stardew Valley. And if I treated myself as well as I treated little pan in stardew valley right where would i be i would have built a farm well no it shouldn't be about productivity i just made it about productivity again my therapist blew my mind recently when i was talking about how like i've been in kind of a mental health slump so like i Mm. haven't been doing as good a job of some of the taking care of myself stuff like Mm. i like physio exercises that i have to do every day and like i hadn't done them and stuff and I was talking to her about that and she was like I wonder what would happen like where you would be in three or four days if you just took the next three or four days to just be gentle with yourself and she was like and not focus on any of the actual physical requirements of anything like don't do your exercises like don't shower if you don't have to like just don't do anything and just focus on just being cool with yourself about that yeah like, <clears throat> blew my mind. where would you be and what did you think like what when you where do you think you would be like if in three days for the next three days you were like if it I want to shower I will if not it's not happening it worked it, it helped a lot yeah it helped oh. a lot and uh, like three or four days later I was sort of able to sort of start coming out of it because the thing is mm-hmm. is like but actually, it's sort of skipping ahead uh, mm. to, an, <laughs> to one of the other questions. But I guess I'll go into it anyway in case I forget. Mm. But uh, the, like, what is this trying to do for me Yeah. thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you're trying to fix your quote-unquote output problem mm-hmm. by putting shame on it. Yeah. That you're like, I'm hey, if I water this in. with shame, yeah. then it'll get better that's never gonna happen nothing gets better when you put shame on it it's like battery acid like exactly you can't water anything with battery watering all your plants with salt water like it's not yeah a good idea yeah okay yeah so and then you're like why aren't you growing and they're like what the fuck you're yeah totally so i know for me because i am also a person who like judges my own output and 
and stuff like that very heavily as well. Yeah, I am I am also a person who's very critical of myself and very mm-hmm. hard on myself for output levels very much. And <clears throat> what I was noticing was like, okay, so I'm, I get I'm sort of trying to fix this with shame. Mm-hmm. And that's not working. So maybe yeah. if I don't make output the focus at all, and mm. just make removing shame the focus, mm. that a lot of other stuff might resolve itself. Yeah. Because also sometimes, oh, like, if you, have a, if you have stuff around shame, which I feel like a lot of us do. Absolutely. Uh, like, it... It, it might be even that you're sort of like, uh, like I deserve to feel bad about myself. Mm. <clears throat> so I'm going to make a reason for me to feel bad about myself by not doing as much today. Mm. And this might all be happening unconsciously. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be just in the back of your mind. You're like, mm, like mm-hmm. self-sabotaging stuff mm-hmm. that will get better if you take the shame away or try mm-hmm. to. And that, that's mm-hmm. a very difficult thing to do and a like a long running task that takes Mm -hmm. a lot of time no but I love I love that reframing I love that and and you know because even even things that we feel about ourselves or ways that we conceptualize ourselves um that may be harmful or that maybe that we just aren't we don't want anymore don't serve a purpose anymore Mm -hmm. they're still familiar enough that sometimes like if you're very familiar with feeling ashamed letting go of that shame while like logically you think, well, that should feel good. You should feel relief. Mm -hmm. You should want that. Change is hard. Change is scary. Like your body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your body has gotten used to that shame. So it's like, well, wait, wait, don't take that away from me. That's my, so yeah, absolutely. It's even to put that in like a, like neuroscience perspective, Mm. your different emotions, different feelings, different thought patterns, create different processes and release different chemicals and stuff in your brain right Mm -hmm. like when you're really stressed your brain releases cortisol and when like you know your brain releases different chemicals for different things Mm -hmm. so if your brain has been just sort of bathing in the shame chemicals for like your whole life Mm -hmm. then your brain is sort of addicted to that and sort of expects that that's the environment it's supposed to be in so if the environment starts shifting sometimes it might try to bring it back yeah. Be like, mm, no, pump out more of that stress chemical. Yeah. We, we usually know it doesn't make sense in this. Yeah. We're like this context, mm-hmm. like the fact that you made this for lunch and not that we know, like, it doesn't really make sense to feel shameful about that, but like, yeah, but great, pour it on there. We need it. Bring it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my therapist one time said to me, it reminds me of this. Uh, she was saying, um, she's like, well, if you just spent the day doing like, you know, quote, I'm doing air quotes, like nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, what's the, what's the fear in that? And I was like, well, I'd be lazy. And she's like, what if lazy was a good thing? Or like, what if lazy wasn't a bad thing? I think she said, what if it wasn't a bad thing? What if lazy was just a thing? Yeah. What if sometimes, what if lazy is sometimes just something that everybody is and it's not a negative thing. And I hadn't realized how negatively or how fearful I was of people thinking I was lazy. Like I have so much fear because to me being lazy means I don't care. And whether it's like, I don't really care if it comes to like, oh, I'm not doing, I live alone. I'm not doing the dishes. So theoretically it's only affecting me. I don't mind if someone comes over and is like, how long have those dishes been there? I'm like, I don't know, six days. Ha ha ha. I don't have shame about that. But if it's something where 
people see I'm lazy and for whatever reason I connect that to like, I don't care. So they might feel like I don't care about them. So Mm. I'm not thinking of others. I'm being so lazy. I'm bathing in what I want. Laziness is selfish to you. Yes, totally. Yeah. That like, if like I am prioritizing my wants and it's harming other people, Mm -hmm. that is like the big root for lazy. Like, oh, well I could be out helping somebody, but I'm laying the fuck at home on a couch. I could be using my time to help people. Look how lucky I am that I can be lazy today. Get the fuck up and do something productive so that it's worth the time. Like, yeah, that's where it starts going. And so it can Mm -hmm. be very difficult because it feels lazy being feels very self-indulgent and it feels very selfish. And really what I need to look at also, though, is like when I'm when I'm not being like air quote lazy what am I doing? Like fucking changing legislation? Like, no, I'm not saving the fucking world. What am I doing? I'm walking my dog. Like, that's good for her. I, I'm just like, it. I'm I'm making it in my head as <laughs> you if put like- more pressure on yourself than what is yeah, necessary. I understand. A that, little like, delusional with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that it, you aren't the prime minister. That, that's being, what I mean. Being like, like it's not no, like- <laughs> I just want to play Animal Crossing. Right. Like, it's not I like don't Stardew want to Valley. The atrocities. I just want to yes. play Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's not that. But you put those that aren't the choices. Yeah, of exactly. pressure on yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, let's be honest, Amanda. It's not like Stardew Valley on the couch, or I'm like making Ooh. abortion legal and accessible to everybody. Like those are not the also, two options like, that I'm choosing. The contributions that you do make to the world just by existing are huge and valid and valuable to the world. But that's not about your output. And no. yeah, well, it's true. You're so sweet. It just is hard. I think it's harder to feel like you are helping anybody ever when you're stuck in your apartment all the time and you are trying yeah. not to go on social media. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it can be a little bit like at least you can feel I actually was thinking the other day, like, I really just need to start um I was just like, I just want to go volunteer somewhere. Like with COVID, I just haven't been like physically going to a space to help anyone but it's like connection and stuff yeah and just feel yes like can I just help a fucking person like I just yeah yeah, it's just a little bit because I do think that a lot of the time I mean I listen to a lot of armchair expert and um they talk about sobriety a lot and Mm -hmm. they talk about AA program and acts of service and I think maybe that's in my head a lot of like acts of service that that helps everything let's just do that um and that's true but, to yeah. an extent, but the rest part is really important. And like, yeah. I don't know, you've probably heard that expression, like you can't pour from an empty cup, mm, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, and I know for me, um, mm. like I have had to do a lot of work on how I change like my relationship with helping other people mm. that it used to be like, uh, to butcher this metaphor completely, if like <laughs> everybody has their own cup, mm-hmm. you know? And if I had, and everybody's cup in an ideal world should be full, mm. right? Mm. All of mm-hmm. the cups I, in an ideal world should be full, but it's just not like that. And very rarely are all of the cups full. So mm. if I meet somebody and their cup isn't quite full, um, and I have a little water in my cup, then I feel like it's my job to top them off and give them mm-hmm. the water from my cup, right? And leave yourself with, like, nothing. But I'll do that even if it's the last of my water 
Yeah. And they already have some water, just not like the <laughs> ideal amount of water. I'll yeah. still give them yeah. like the last of my water when how yeah, it yeah, really yeah. should be is that no one is sharing their water until their cup is starting to overflow. That it's like, oh, it's mm. full and now there's an oh, there's more than I can even use. Now mm. I'm going to share it with other people. And that wouldn't be the same advice that I'd give for everyone. But I know for people like me and you who tend to overextend ourselves and be maybe mm. like a little bit overgiving mm. and prioritize Aww. other people's needs and wants above our mm. own, that it's really important mm. to remember like, it's not your obligation to give anybody any water unless your cup has more water than it can hold. So yeah. you unless taking a night over. to just play video games or letting yourself giving yourself permission to only do two things in a day is you mm -hmm. adding water to your cup and then when somebody else does need water you'll have mm. water to give mm -hmm. oh i know tracy it's so hard <laughs> you know what the you know what you know what the point because i was trying like as you were talking i was like so there with you and i'm like okay yes and the moment the one thought that popped into my head when you were talking about it is I thought like the thing I get frustrated about or the thing that I like, well, not, I'm like a broken fucking record with myself is your cup is empty already. Like that's what I get. That's what I get angry about. It's like, what the fuck? You filled up your cup yesterday. You're empty again today. You need more water. Imagine I was like that to my dog or my like plant. Right? Like, you are wouldn't. you kidding? No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, dog, you need to pee again. You need food more than mm -hmm. once a day. But that's the attitude that I'm like, what, you're tired again? Like, you need another well, time to sit down? <laughs> with the, for, like, first of all, you do need t rest and time to sit down every day. That's a normal thing. That's like me with, with, like, whenever I have to make more food. I'm like, this again? I know. I'm like, I, I don't have leftovers today. for two weeks? <laughs> yeah. I did this last month. Yeah. <laughs> But with like the cup thing, like mm. that's that metaphor is often used when talking about like overgiving to toxic people, where like mm. the metaphor is extended to be like they have a hole in their cup and you just keep mm. pouring water into their cup, but their cup doesn't even hold water. But yeah. maybe that's the case for you right now. Like maybe you have like a little hole in your cup right now, and your it. energy would be better spent on figuring out at like what needs to happen to plug the hole than judging mm. how much water this cup with a hole in it is able to carry. I'm like, you stupid <laughs> cup. You have a hole and you can't hold water? Yeah. Well, and all I'm doing is hold water. It's like you're just yeah. yelling at the dog to like yeah. sit. And they're like, you didn't teach me this. And I yeah. know that I give yeah. this advice. Uh, I give this advice on many episodes, but I find it very useful for getting myself <laughs> to, to take a kinder approach with myself. But if you had a boss uh, mm. that just yelled at you all the time when you didn't get stuff mm. done and, like, came into the break room when you were on your break and were like, how dare you take a break? Like, would you be a very good employee at that workplace or would you do better with a boss no. who was supportive and gave you positive reinforcement and where you could take a break when you needed one? Mm. You'll probably get more mm. done yeah. with a boss like that. So if you're your own boss, then yeah, you know what's a little, boss. well, yeah, no, it's so true. I would be way, 
know what's so weird though? Like I kind of think like I think in the first scenario, I want the approval of authority or like I want to be a good person. Oh, like, I you be like good, desperately want to quote unquote. That and I would be then? like, oh my God, I need to seek approval. Okay, do more, do more. But I wouldn't be happy and I'd want to quit immediately. And I don't want a and life the- that I want to quit the life that I created. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And the quality of the work that you did probably wouldn't be good, very good. Like yes, they did, uh, 100%. they did a study with this where they took, they, uh, uh, they had two groups of people do a task and like mm. it would, I don't have enough time to explain the whole experiment, but anyway, they, <laughs> they approached them with different management styles and the quality of work was mm. much lower with the group that was criticized and mm-hmm. much higher with the group that was given positive reinforcement. So, and that makes sense. Yeah. It, that absolutely makes sense. And you know, actually that leads perfectly into the other question that you asked me is, right. um, is why am I grateful for this aspect about myself? And that was a very hard one because I'm like, well, Tracy, I'm not grateful that my output is lowered right now. I'm pissed, but I thought, okay, no, no, let's use this exercise. Why am I grateful for it? And my thought was, you know what? I think once I sort of figure out this plugging of the, once I figure out my cup and all these things, mm-hmm. I think what I do produce will be less out of panic, frantic fear, all these of, of being not enough and a piece of shit and all these things. Yeah. And so I think I will be producing quality over quantity much more. And so I am, I am grateful for that part of me that my body's like, no, 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 I'm going to do two things today. So mm-hmm. make them good. Like pick them well, cause I'm not doing 10 cause you just want to shove all the to-do list at me. So like that. Yeah. So I, I do think it's a bit theoretical, but I do think that like it will end up being more quality over quantity a bit more. Yeah. And even that drive that you're having that's making you look at your output so critically mm. is trying to help. I know. Right? I, like, she is. She is. And being critical trying. in the past worked. And there's a reason that she's like this because this worked. And I'm just like, hey, my love, uh, we no place for that here now. The house rules have yes. changed. We're not being critical anymore or not in this way. You know, We're being curious, not critical. So chill. <laughs> sometimes it's helpful to have it be less of a shutting it down mm. and more of a like this might sound kind of like hippy dippy, but like acknowledging love. I love a hippy dippy. that thing. So mm. like when this self-criticism about output comes in, mm. you can recognize like, oh, like thank you for like alerting me to this and bringing it to my attention that I haven't Mm. been like producing a lot lately. Mm. Uh, I know that you're telling me that to protect me and to like keep me from like on the right path. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. And like, thank you for flagging that for me. And I'll, uh, I'll take that under consideration, but you can take a break. Yeah. But um, we don't have to be uh, like, I appreciate your attention to detail, but it's not super urgent right now. So you're very detail oriented, Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, But Jennifer, we will be turning off your notifications just for the foreseeable future. And we're going to give you a different project. No, absolutely. Because the thing is too, any of these habits or patterns, like they had, they served a purpose. They're there for a reason and they were helpful in some way, even if it was like, if it didn't make sense to you logically, it's there for a reason. Your body is a brilliant being, Mm -hmm. you know? So just, I think understanding like, Oh, okay, what's your position? You're being critical. Exactly. Cause you're protecting me because you're fearful that if I don't produce enough, that I'm not going to be where I want in my career or in my life. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to have regret. And you're terrified of me having regret. So it's like, okay, I'm okay to have a regret. I'm good. 
Like I'll, I'll take the trade off or whatever it is. Absolutely. You're right. Is like, just kind of, again, empathy, have an empathy for those voices. All emotions want is to be felt. Mm. And I know I historically have not been the best person at doing that where like, Mm. I feel an an emotion or a sensation that I think is unpleasant. Then I'm just like, squash it down, get rid of it. Make yourself feel that as fast as you can. When really Mm -hmm. that doesn't make it go away. It just gets stored somewhere Mm -hmm. and you sort of need to just complete the cycle and go through it. So. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Tracy, sometimes you just need to tell yourself that sucks. It's like what we're talking about. Exactly. Sometimes you just. Critical voice. Yeah. Critical voice is like, what the fuck? You're already tired and you can only do two things today. And instead of me being like, you shut up or "Eh," I just got to turn to it and be like, yeah, that sucks. Doesn't it? I can do two things today. That sucks to your critical voice. And now we'll pivot. When you're speaking (laughs) to the critical voice, it's almost like, yeah, that must make you critical. Yes. That's what it is. Very scared. Yeah. Yeah. This must make you critical voice. Very worried that I'm Mm -hmm. only doing this. And I see why that would make you worried, but you don't have to be worried mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I got you. And my adrenal gland voice for like my stress hormones is like, yay. I'm like, yeah, I can see why you'd be partying right now because we're going to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I do think like the critical voice, and actually this is this is the the last question that you asked me as well. Like, why is this good? You know? And so mm-hmm. I sort of was like, okay, well, Oh, I just realized I, I pivoted a little bit, but like, I looked at it as like, well, why is this thing that I'm having problem having compassion around? Like, why is this critical voice good? And like, well, this is also the ambitious side of me. Like, this is the side that motivates me. This is the side that, you know, and I, and it clearly, it also sees myself as capable of doing a lot of things, you know, and this, the side of me that's now saying, no, no, your output is down. it, It is not even down because that has a negative connotation, but like the part of me that is that the output is now um, like, hey, less, I don't know. And now I'm trapping myself with my okay. garbage, but <laughs> basically the part of me that is now the, my capacity is lowered and I don't have as much output anymore. I'm like, you know, that's good too, because I need more balance. I had no balance before COVID. I had no balance. Mm-hmm. I was running around constantly. Then I was burnt out, getting mad at myself for being burnt out, running around again. And really a lot of it was like, you know, it's like working really hard for a role that like, I didn't even really care about or like, you know, trying so hard to get validation from people that like, I don't even really know, or maybe didn't even like, like it was all those things where I'm like, I'm just doing work to feel like I'm doing work. I'm not engaged in these, in the, in the core of these things. And so my output being lowered forces me. It's good because it also forces me to be choosy. Like what we were talking about. It forces Mm -hmm. me to be like, okay, then if I can get two things done today, what are my most important two things? And then it turns out that in a week, all I'm doing are the most important things. Yeah. Ideally. I'm just realizing this in real time. So that's why I'm like, oh, okay. I'm enjoying okay, so maybe it's okay. Do you see like I'm a little bit like I'm smiling yeah. a little bit. I'm like, all right. So maybe I just do really important things all the time. Yeah. Maybe I You're do just solve doing the world top peace. priority items. Am and I the prime the minister? Lower priority items can yeah, are you the prime minister? <laughs> Did I just turn into the prime minister where I'm doing the most important things in the week? <laughs> but yeah, like 
as long as you're getting done what you need to like just generally survive and continue to exist and stuff mm-hmm. as long as the basic stuff is getting done you're mm-hmm. doing enough and all of the extra stuff you do for you anyway mm. and for your own like happiness so if it's not bringing you joy right now then put it down that's so hard to remember in the creative area because you get into it purely out of all passion and then you you make it like a joe job you make it and then you're chasing this and that and you think you need this to get that and eventually you're like so sorry what part of this did I choose or do I like and you're like I really gotta go back to basics of reminding myself no I'm choosing this I'm also like I'm choosing this line of work I'm also sacrificing a fuck ton to be in this line of work Mm -hmm. so like I better be choosing the projects that I love I better not be doing a thing that I hate or you know like you it better be quality it better I better be choosy because otherwise why the fuck am I doing this (laughs) exactly yeah and like during this time it's like you said it's it's shown you that you slowed down for a minute Mm. and the world didn't end. Like you slowed Mm. down for a minute and you didn't explode. Mm -hmm. Like everything is fine. So maybe that can also show you that like, yeah, you can like take some time and it's all still there. Yeah. It's all still there. And, and the things that the opportunities that aren't there for me or the, the relationships that like anything that isn't sort of there afterwards, it's like, well, one, I, it's not a, life or death situation very like I'm very lucky that it's not I can pick up that relationship with that person again if I want I can ask about those opportunities again or maybe I can just again Maria Kondo let's just Marie Kondo I think it's just Marie I think I'm calling her Maria I think it's Marie yeah you're right yeah yeah Marie Marie Kondo MK off-brand guru (laughs) slash uh interior (laughs) designer slash organizer Maria Kondo Maria and her sister Maria Kondo (laughs) that's who we got Maria Kondo your life you heard it here yeah yeah you know what and in that way it's sort of like it's sort of exciting oh I'm so grateful that you asked me it's just very uh, real-time processing. I'm just really grateful that you asked me to be on the show again and that this, like, that the way things happened was that this was the issue that we got to chat about because, yeah, I was finding a very hard, not finding a way out of it because I'm not trying to, like, avoid it or escape it, but I knew that I needed to turn my lens and, like, look at it, like, just shift my framework. Yeah, and different I re- It was stuck different Mm -hmm. filter. And I was just really stuck with it for a long time because I'm like, well, this is it. But then I didn't, it didn't, I didn't feel different. I just thought differently about it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Maybe I'm just going to be a really choosy bitch now. And I'm, I'm happy with that. (laughs) Like, I was like, nope, I won't be doing more than a few things a day. So let's be real choosy and let's not load up my to-do list like I usually do. Cause it, most of it is just filler. Yeah. Most of it when it's kind of like, you know, uh, when you move into a new place and there's like mm. a box that you just never unpack. Yeah. And then yeah. when, and then you're like, I guess I didn't need anything that was in that box. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so maybe that's what's happening for you right now is you're just like learning what things you don't need to pack and move to the next place. Yeah. In your mind. <laughs> oh my God, Tracy, that works in perfectly. Cause I am moving soon. And I am currently being like, I'm like giving Perfect. away furniture. Cause I'm like, I don't need this. So Maria literally and metaphorically, I'm Mar- Maria Kundoing my apartment and my life. Thanks to you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. 
we are at the end of our time is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to talk about we covered more i don't think so this was like really cool i like yeah i really i really pondered on all of this obviously homework girl over here and you know, it just goes to show that sometimes you need to say it out loud. Sometimes you need a person on the other side who comes at it compassionately and empathetically and without judgment like you. And okay. it makes me think like everybody, therapy. Therapy's great. Therapy's great. That's all I want to say is therapy's my last thing I want to say. <laughs> therapy is great. I feel like that's the tagline of just this <laughs> podcast in general. It's just love oh, yeah. is everywhere with Tracy Hamilton. Therapy is great. <laughs> I feel the same way. Somehow every episode on my podcast, we talk about therapy. I'm like, well, it's popping up again. Here we go. Like we don't but... have sponsors, but I feel like I should start like cutting to yeah. an ad break where the ad isn't for anything specific. It's just therapy. Yeah. Therapy. Just in general. Like you just write like a 30 second copy for therapy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I love that. Well, we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. <gasps> I forgot that too. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. Um, <laughs> you are like the easiest person in the world to do this with. Tracy, uh, don't make me cry because I'm I totally could today. For for real though, like you are one of the most effortlessly lovable people that I have maybe ever met in my life I think you are so wonderful and just hot and you know I've heard you talk enough about like I feel like you and I struggle with a lot of the same internal stuff a lot of Mm -hmm. the time when I hear you talk about what it's like inside your mind like um what podcast was I listening to you on shredded Brendan D'Souza's podcast and uh And you were talking a little bit about your inner process and stuff. And I think both of us have a tendency to be really critical of ourselves and to put too much Mm -hmm. stock in things outside of ourselves, like our output or other people's opinions of us and how liked we are and, and things like that. And uh, so I, I want to carefully give you this compliment because I don't want you to feel (laughs) like, Oh, she's complimented me on this thing. And so now I have to be this thing in order to, Oh. To maintain lovability because I know that Keep her I feel so <laughs> seen <laughs> yeah I'm like let's but, take notes okay open up my Tracy <laughs> Hamilton Excel spreadsheet what does she want yep. from me tomorrow mm-hmm. who does she want me to be uh but yeah, I just want to uh-huh. say that I'm like taking notes mm-hmm. yeah who you are just in your being is awesome and yeah you don't have to try hard you don't have to try hard I know you do. I it's not Aww. perceptible. Like you make it look easy, but I know mm. that there's a lot of a lot of work going into how you present yourself to the world because I know that's how it's it is for me. And you don't have to do that. You don't have to try hard. You are just like I could meet you for the first time on a day where you were really tired and had like just gotten off of work and I would still think that you were one of the most fascinating and lovable sparkling people that I had met so you're just like that so you don't need to do anything okay you're that's my compliment to you is you're just like that you're just you're just super lovable (laughs) 
and a pleasure to be around and talk to. And that's just how you are, so you don't have to put any work into it. Oh. I can just be lazy and lovable. Yes. That's going to be like my autobiography. Yes. Lazy if you were and lovable. If you never made anything <laughs> and you were just sitting on the couch playing video games, you would still be super lovable. Oh, that's... <laughs> God, I'm gonna die <laughs> and cry. That was so lovely. Oh my god, I really, I really thank you, Tracy. You know what? That's when you right. started complimenting me, even though I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this in. I recognized that I stopped breathing, and so I was like, Amanda, breathe so that yeah, you can you're take like it bracing? in. That's yes, which is so weird. It's a compliment. Um, mm-hmm. so. I really value all of that, and I am so glad it's on recording because I will play it back to myself. Yeah, and it's easy to find. It's right at the end of the episode. It's Uh, perfect. I just go to the end, and then I rewind a little bit. The whole thing. If you just want to skip right to the end. Every morning, I'll just skip to the end of this episode. And I'll just listen to that part. I really appreciate that, Tracy. And I appreciate how much work and effort and care. You put so much care into this show. You really do. And like thoughtfulness towards your guest. And it's like, I know you come on the show and you say, so I gave you some homework. And so maybe it seems to listeners that like the guests are doing the work, but like you are doing infinitely more work than your guests are ever doing. And you put so much, you really take care of your guests and you it, like, I, it was such a pleasure. That's I've really never nice. said yes fast enough when you were like, want to come on the show again? I'm like, yeah, when? Yeah, sure. Great. See you then. <laughs> like, You're no, definitely one yeah. of those guests that I was like, <laughs> because I haven't had a lot of repeat guests. And uh, so it's always, uh, I think I've only had maybe two repeat guests. <gasps> okay. And uh, I was, uh, as soon as we did our first episode together, like, <gasps> like a year and a half, two years ago, I was like, yeah. how long do I have to wait before I can have a <laughs> When you go on a date, you're like, how long before I can text them? Yeah, how long is appropriate? I love it. Well, listen, if you ever have a triple or you have someone cancel last minute, I'm here. I love homework. And to the listeners, go be nice to yourself. And remember that love is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. Look at over there. There's a mom over there. 